Hello and welcome to another episode of Character Transplant. I'm your host, Dr. Zach. And I'm Dr. Daniel. A doctor of... Jelly beans. Where did you get jelly beans from? They were just my desk here. Why, why do you have jelly beans on your desk? Do you want a jelly bean? No, I don't want your poison tainted jelly beans. I want to have a jelly bean. Okay, well you, you have a doctor, you have your oh, doctor of jelly nom, beans. Nom, 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 nom. And don't chew into the microphone, that'd be real helpful. And nom, 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 nom. Well, my doctorate of mixology is going to come into real help today. Mixology, <laughs> huh? Mixology. Now, is it a radio DJ mixology? Is it a bartender mixology? Or are you splicing DNA? Well, I was actually thinking more just that it was a bit of both, but then you added the DNA thing, and now I'm torn. <laughs> I'm totally torn. Well, that's... Are goodbye. You the point is, are you dropping a hit mixtape next summer? I'm not dropping a hit, hit mixtape next summer, no. You, I'm going to be dropping failure. drinks everywhere. <laughs> also a failure. <laughs> failure right. on every level of mixology, man. Uh, yeah, that, that's about what we can expect from this show. Failure on every level in general. Well, I mean, you're here, so... It's also bloody hot. We just turned the fan off and I'm like, oh, no. It, well, I mean, it did turn on the aircon and hopefully it's going to cool up here soon. <laughs> Welcome to Melbourne. Welcome to every Australian podcast through November to February. Yeah, They well, complain about the heat. Yeah, it... We're just about to hit summer and mm-hmm. despite the fact that they're predicting La Nina to hit this this year. La Nina? Well, you know what El Nino is. Yeah. It, it, it's basically the giant heat wave caused by... Yeah. Yep. La Nina is basically the inverse cousin. Uh-huh. Uh, we're going for a very wet summer. Good. That's what they're Good. predicting. Like a very damp, wet uh-huh. summer. Good to know. For those yeah. of you listening outside of Australia, I'm sure you don't care. So well, <laughs> I mean, presumably El Nino hits like... When we hit uh, get La Nina, they get El Nino. When they get El Nino, we get... Potentially? I'm not sure. Yeah. That's all right. But anyway, what, we, what we're doing here is not talking about weather patterns. <laughs> yes, yes, we are. Riveting discussion <laughs> about Australian weather and how it's too hot. <laughs> no, instead, here it comes. Ooh, I, can, I can feel that cool air yeah. now. <laughs> you can. I can't. Oh, no. I can only feel it on my feet, which is not what I need cool up right now. <laughs> so we take one character, throw them in the back of a van. Take that van... Uh, Damn it, every time I do this, I can think of Funky Town or Downtown or My Town. And the fact is, we're going to take him out for a nice Mai Tai. And then while we're having Mai Tais, we get, we'll drug him. <laughs> and then we'll get Pad Thai. And then while we're having Pad Thai, we'll drug him again. And we'll get some dumplings. And then drug the dumplings. And we get some Nazi Goring. And then take him to the hospital because that's a lot of drugs. And we get some Nazi Goring. <laughs> and then we're taking the dim sum. And then some sum dim. And then yum cha. And then I'm. I'm Come on, man. Chow Tzu, Vegeta. <laughs> There's all these Dragon Ball names you can just throw in. Yeah, see, the thing is, I, Asian cuisine is not a cuisine I enjoy. I see. That's problematic. Too many weird spices and too many weird, weirdly cooked chickens. Are you talking I, about the chickens that hang from the hooks? I don't like braised chicken. Like, I don't mm. like um, uh, boiled chicken and all that, which is basically a lot of Asian cuisine. Fair enough. Or braised beef, or you know, mm, yeah. So if you're looking to kill Daniel with a with a meal, don't make it braised. Yeah, it it, it just tastes like goop to me. <laughs> like, it's not a cuisine I like. No, not fair enough. But that That's being fine. said, special fried rice at every Chinese restaurant I've ever had is fantastic. <laughs> I mean, it's rice. You can't really go too far wrong with rice. Yes, you can. Oh, go on. <laughs> You've never had my father's cooking. <laughs> it smells so good every time I come over, though. Yeah, no, that's just because I've hit, I've sprayed perfume across the entire house. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what are we doing this week? We're taking Natsu. We're going to change, actually. This is an important announcement for anybody good, uh, four minutes into the episode. 
No, 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 no. There's no, there's no in that one. <laughs> For long-term listeners, we're changing the official format of the show. Are we? We are. Why didn't you tell me? Because it's no fun to tell you off the air. It's more fun to tell you on the air and have you panic and go, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. How am I going to live with this chain? Do you realize that I'm CEO of this company, right? Uh, that seems unlikely since we're a private company and not actually a company, but sure. Yeah, no, I, I made myself... I, I, I wrote, oh. Are That's you, fine. Okay, I, I wrote myself a CEO, a certificate of CEO-ness, mm-hmm. and I'm now CEO of Equipable Allies. Oh, I see. You're the chief equipable officer. I understand. Where yes, the, exactly. I understand where the confusion is coming from. I'm the chief equipment officer, actually. <laughs> that's, what a, that, that, that's what a CEO is, right? Then why am I always the one plugging everything in? Because and d- as we established off mic, you can't plug in a power cable. Dude, you and I both know, but I don't know how anything in this room works. <laughs> And you want to be the chief equipment officer? Yeah, I delegate. <laughs> Moving. I on. delegate to the peons. <laughs> you. Moving on to the important announcement now. Five minutes into the episode. In all seriousness, I have no idea how anything. It's like <laughs> I legitimately <laughs> own. I have no idea how the switchboard, how the microphone to work. There's a reason you're here. <laughs> so we're going to be taking only. We, that's not going to change a single character. And then we're going to put him, him into multiple universes. We've done that bit. Put him into multiple universes as opposed to one universe. Like we did last week. Like we did last week with Punisher calling it a quick fire. That's the last quick fire. It's now the official format of the show. So we're now no longer character transplant. We're quick fire. No, no. we're. Ca- it's fine. Let's not have this conversation. We're character transplant. Okay. We're equipable allies, actually. And this is character transplant. Right. So this week. But a quick fire episode. This week, we're going to be taking Natsu Dragneel from the anime Fairy Tale, which has been on hiatus for several months, and it makes me quite sad. But apparently, it's coming back soon. Ne- yeah, they've next been year. saying that for years. No, no, no as in, like, I, I've seen, like, the ads and all, like, mm. next year, 2018, yeah, new yeah, episodes. Yeah. They say that. They say it, I don't believe it. Apparently, also, it's going to wrap up, like, yeah. properly. Yeah, well, so it should. Yeah. It's, you want to end a show before it becomes too crazy. And the ninjas start summoning giant monsters to fight each other. Or, you know, the pirates gain a grand fleet or some (laughs) shit like that. I mean, and you have to sit through 900 episodes. (laughs) So we're going to take Natsu Dragneel and put him into several random odd places. And if you don't know who he is, you know what we should have done. And we should really have done this every time. We always forget to do that. Get the stats for Natsu. When, When have we ever, ever... Remember to do stuff off camera. I mean, <laughs> hell. We're supposed to be injecting humor into this. We started the episode talking about fucking weather. Well, I mean, whose fault is that? I think that would be Yours. your fault. Yours. What? It is entirely what? your fault. That seems very unlikely. And keep vamping because this is taking yeah, longer, no, no. longer than I expected. See, you know, I am vamping. I know how to vamp because you keep on forgetting how to bring up the freaking stats. I am carrying this team. Clearly, I have never fucked up except all the other times I fucked up. <laughs> Well, and I've you know asked you to vamp constantly. I'm still not getting... There we go. Okay. Please, please tell me you have found the stats <laughs> while I vamp some more. So, Natsu's first appearance was... Would you like to guess the year the uh, fairy tale manga came out? 1987. Uh, no, a little bit more recent than that. 1986. Uh, no, that's going the wrong way. You want to go the other way. 1988. 2006. August second, two thousand and six. Wow, so it's a really wow. That's a really small turnaround. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's interesting. And what, how would you describe Nuts if you had to give him a description to someone who'd never seen the show before? Okay, so think of a Glaswegian. A what? A Glas someone from Glasgow. Okay. Give them orange hair, pink hair, 
You know, <laughs> you want a basic description. Don't think pink. Think orange, and remove uh-huh. the accent. Uh huh. That's not even close. It's a violent man with a short temper who wants to punch things. You're just describing a Glaswegian. There's <laughs> nothing changing. Exactly. But that is what Natsu is. <laughs> he's, Natsu a Glaswe- is he's a Glaswegian you can understand. <laughs> Natsu is a young boy with pink hair and who just does never wears a shirt. Just wears a vest constantly. <laughs> but he's not naked. That's the other guy. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and would you say, we're, we're just going to skip straight into all this stuff. We're pulling him from the anime. Yes. And we're going to pull him from just before the time, the most recent time jump. Because there are two time jumps now. <laughs> two! Who needs two time jumps? You do. No? Yes, you do. <laughs> okay. Uh, his personality is abrasive. Yes. Quick to anger. Yes. But genuinely cares for his friends. Yeah, like, it, it's very weird. He will... He will punch on with his friends. Mm-hmm. He will insult his friends. Mm-hmm. He will verbally abuse his friends. However, if anyone other than him tries to hurt his friends, that person disappears. Yeah, into a blazing fire! <laughs> yeah, see, he, it's one of those things, only he gets to abuse his friends mm-hmm. because they're his friends, exactly. and he would do anything for them. Yep. If anyone else tries to start shit with his friends... <laughs> this is a plot point in many, many episodes. Yes, yes it is. And what would you say his powers are? Fire. Yeah, but what about fire? Can he control fire? Can yes. He? No. Well, I mean, he can control his flame. Yeah, so he can generate flames and he can control the flame when he shoots it out. Yes. He can also eat fire. Yes. He can also, for some reason, produce lightning? No. Some, in one particular attack. In Yeah, in one very, <laughs> very specific instance. Yes, but... Who's to say he can't just generate lightning all the time? And he has to just learn what the instances let him generate that. No, I, I, I honestly think he can't uh, outside of that attack because <laughs> there's lightning dragons, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is him, which is Natsu, but lightning. Yep. And then there are fire dragons. Yep. Yep. He can also do shadow and dark dragon though. Again, very specific <laughs> instances. I don't <laughs> think that his shtick is basically he eats fire and then re- he belches it back effectively. Yes, yeah. But he can't eat his own fire. No. He doesn't get any strength out of that. It's just a pretty idiot taking that, yeah. pretty idiot taking that. Plus, darkness in view, like, it, it, pure fire is much better than fire mixed with anything else. Yes. That's true as well. Yeah. With a couple of times, like, yeah, you know, it's basically fire. Yeah, but it tastes like shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. He's what's called a dragon slayer mage. Yes. Which means that he... A first... A gener- first generation. Yeah. Yeah, we weren't in generations. That's fine. That doesn't, that doesn't matter so much. Yeah. <laughs> but... He's a, he's a dragon slayer who was raised by a dragon. Yes. And his motivation is to find his dragon father. Now, do we want to spoil where no, the dragon father no, 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 no. is? We don't want to do any of that. No spoilers or anything. It's in his stomach. Anyway. Spoiler, 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 spoiler. The dragon was inside him all along. Do, 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 no, really. Do. No, lit- literally inside him. <laughs> <laughs> and so weaknesses for Natsu. He uh, can't travel by vehicle. No, he can't travel... Like, by anything other than his own legs, basically. And happy. And happy, yes. Which he's not getting happy. No. Happy is his he, little psychic yeah. cat friend. He gets intensely motion sickness on any kind of surface. Yep, yep. And that's really about it. Uh, he's the, quick to anger. He's, he's, he's very he, easy to trick when he's angry. Yeah, his arrogance is a huge... It's been his downfall many times. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And we're not going to go into any of his particular moves or anything because they basically boil down to... Fire. Shoot fire. Shoot a bigger fire. Cover myself in more fire. 
and then rocket punch. Then rocket punch. <laughs> yeah, well, if you can think of a creative way to use fire, he can do that. Yes. Except it, his body's not made of fire, which no, is sad. No. That's ace. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so where would we want to start putting... Well, which one of us wants to go first? I'll, I'll go first. I was going to say, do you want to do rock, paper, scissors? Sure, we'll do rock, paper, scissors on audio medium. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that'll work out real well, especially when we have three ties in a row and it's just silence of us going, hmm, hmm, hmm. Huh, I got paper there. That's interesting because you didn't move. <laughs> Here's how we're going to do it. I'm thinking of a number between one and ten. Five. You go first. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay. So, you, you, we were, seriously, you want me to go first? Yeah, go for okay, it. cool. Ready, steady, cook. Ready, steady, cook. Ready, steady, cook. <laughs> All right, so now we're into ready, steady, cook. Yes. For anyone who doesn't now, know what ready, steady, cook is. Because... Now, I know there's a UK version. Mm-hmm. I know there's an Australian version. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the Americas get it. Well, let's just explain what it is and then we can get into it. We have a yeah. red team and a green team. No, it's not even teams. You Because it's one person each. Oh, there you go. Basically, it's two people who get sent into a uh, kitchen and get told to cook something from a random grocery bag. Yeah, makes sense. I mean, that's the best kind of cooking show, one where you don't know your ingredients. Yeah, pretty much. It's like... <laughs> Here is we sent out two people. They got some stuff mm-hmm. that we could make a meal of. Here you go, make the best meal you can. Interesting choice. I would not watch that in a heartbeat at all. It's. It, I used to watch it. Mm-hmm. It's all right. Okay. Like we're not talking. It ain't no Master Chef, but yeah, like you know, well, you it's, can never be a it's Master a daytime Chef. Daytime cooking show. Yeah. <laughs> right, so what's Natsu gonna do in Ready Steady? Well, cook? obviously he's gonna be a contestant. Sure. And he's going to fail because he can't cook. Ah, but he can. Uh-huh. It's just everything is burnt to shit. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Nash is going to lose Ready Steady Cook is what you're saying. Yes, but... Mm-hmm. He is then going to get picked up by a broad, uh, by a cable uh, network. Uh-huh. Because fa- think about it. A fire-breathing man cooking basically survival food is effectively a Discovery Channel in the making. <laughs> You know Discovery Channel is going to be all over that shit. I'm pretty sure they're not going to because for liability purposes, they won't be able to. No, we'll just send them out with a camera. Uh-huh. It'll be like Bear Grylls, but Fire Breathing Man. Okay. You you believe that? That's fine. Movie TV magic is working on you, and that's fine. Honestly, like the Discovery Channel is going to take one look at Natsu, saying he's a survival expert who can breathe fire. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to see dollar signs. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> Moving on though, mine, and I realized you're gonna see a theme with mine. Okay. And I didn't like it's an accidental theme. I did not plan for this at all. Yep. Titanic. That's a very different movie. Yes. So because Jack and a- Rose don't meet. <laughs> no. Because there's like well, no, they do meet, but they don't have a great time because there's no need for people to shovel coal into the engines because the captain hires Natsu. As that's not how that's going to work. Oh, no, no, it is, it is. They're going to hire Natsu as the only guy to power the engine because while Titanic's not in motion, it's fine. He's there, he's like, yeah, I can power this. Look, bam, bam, bam. Powers everything. That bam with him shooting fire and all the engines, by the way. Yep. <laughs> so he doesn't need the coal to do it. And then they're going to be set, so they're not going to hire anybody. They're not going to hire anyone else because why would you? You don't need to worry about it. And then the ship's going to leave and Natsu's going to pass out. And the ship's not going to leave port. <laughs> okay, so Titanic doesn't leave for several more weeks. But here's how that's actually going to happen. Mm-hmm. Because let's just assume that Natsu, because he, he has been able to overcome his motion sickness sure. briefly. Mm-hmm. 
Natsu also has one particular trait that we forgot to mention mm-hmm. at the top of this. Sure. And that is anything he comes into contact with, any town, any <laughs> tower, anything, mm-hmm. ends up in more pieces than it began. <laughs> in the first episode, he destroys a fucking port. <laughs> in the later episodes, he controlled his power a lot better. <laughs> so it's going to be but, fine. He's not going to destroy the Titanic. But he also has no concept of collateral damage. No, none whatsoever. But so he'll try and save it from the t- iceberg and end up torching half the but ship. It will never get to the iceberg because it won't leave for several weeks. So the iceberg will drift past its point of. He'll the, find the iceberg. There'll be no iceberg. It's fine. Either way, Titanic is. So Titanic ru- is not going to. Titanic is ruined because of you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Rose marries that asshole. Jack never gets to meet her. It's a whole thing. Fair enough. All right. So what? Are, what are you doing? Waterworld. 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 So Natsu spends the entire movie, or the entire life, really. It's an hour. It's two and a half hours of a man vomiting. (laughs) And then when they they finally find stable ground, he just burns everyone to shit. (laughs) That's really your suggestion? No, because he is a thing. Mm -hmm. Eventually, spending his entire... Like, because... Very... Waterworld, by the way, in case for somehow... But if you're like 10 and listening to this, by the way, if you're 10 and listening to this, stop. <laughs> Go to bed. <laughs> Waterworld is a Kevin Costner flop. It is the mm. meaning of the flop. It is synonymous with flop. <laughs> it is basically what broke Kevin Costner's career. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. I mean, Kevin Costner had a lot to do with that as well. Yes, but like this was basically the straw. This was, this was the tipping point. Fair enough, fair enough. Mostly because of the ecological damage caused by Westworld. <laughs> Waterworld. Waterworld, sorry. Okay. Yeah, what happened to Waterworld? What happened to the world because of Waterworld? So, when you build a... Well, most of the time when... Um, I've when, never seen Waterworld. Okay, a scene... Waterworld is effectively... Um, the, um, the ice caps melted and literally the entire world is underwater now. Right. The right. earth is used as currency. As in like... Dirt. Dirt is used as currency. Okay. That's how rare it is. Mm-hmm. So... Kevin Costner is basically a pirate. Sure. Now, when you film water scenes on a movie, how do you think they do it? Go to the sea. But what if it's... Yes, but also back then, it was also just you build a tank. Uh-huh. You build a giant tank. So Makes sense as well. Because it's also controlled substance. The controlled yeah, yep, environment. Yep, yep. And if you're going to be filming, like, you know, for like um, two, three months... Mm, you want to make sure it's all... And the sea's, the sea's not going to... Like, maybe a day? Sure. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. an entire movie? No. Fair enough. But Kevin Costner wanted uh, to film, obviously. He wanted it to be authentic. <laughs> so they built an entire sea town. Oh, of course they did. In, in, in the sea. Oh, of course they did. For s- there are several problems that no one really considered. Mm-hmm. The entire production base was on land. Uh-huh. But doesn't sound like a big problem. No. But the set had no toilets. If you had to poop, you had to get shuttled back to the island. <laughs> well, I mean, that's one way of cutting down on toilet breaks. Yes. Here's another thing. Mm-hmm. The Waterworld set yep. was left there and I mean, destroyed a reef. So you're not going to tear down a city. That's way too much work. Yeah, it, it, basically, the ecological damage was in the hundreds of millions. Fair enough. That's. But back to my point about Natsu. Okay, yes. <laughs> After spending God knows how long on the sea, because there is no Earth, mm. like the, the the point revolves around the last point, the last 
patch of actual inhabitable Earth. Sure. That isn't sea. Mm-hmm. Naruto is eventually going to overcome his... No. <laughs> by <laughs> nature. <laughs> nature says... Nope. 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 No? It's just a trait of all dragon slayers that that happens. Really? Yes. Really? Yes. It's not something you just get over. It's not just him. It's all dragon slayers except for Amelia. Even Lexus? Yes. Really? Yes. Wow, in that case, then it is two and a half hours of a man man, man vomiting. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay, though. Because we're going to get away from the the transport things. The transport things are fine. Also, the the thing I said about a theme, gone. No more theme. (laughs) So... I was thinking, where can you put Natsu that make, he'll make a difference? Something will actually happen. Where can you put Natsu where the world will change in some way? The Mushroom Kingdom. Natsu. Oh, no. In Super... No, a particular one. In Super Mario Sunshine. Because he can't affect anything. Nothing can be changed by Natsu. Until Baby Bowser shows up. And he's going to get to... He'll be on... Uh, uh, oh, Delfino. Mario's going around, like, spray painting things down. And there's one to process of Mario because he's the one who put paint everywhere. Oh. There's a bounty on Mario's head. Oh, no. Natsu is a man who likes to go after a bounty. Oh, no. So Natsu's going to fight Bow- Bowser. Mario. But Mario's used to fire-breathing people. Mario is amazing at fighting people. Yeah. But there's one thing that Mario is not amazing at. Dodging punches. No. Like, he's used to people who swing up B, they wind up, they go, Whoa, bam, like big He's punch. not used to rapid fire punches. No, no, he's not. He's not used to area of effect rapid fire punches. Ah, that one he can get away with. He's, not, he's used to area of effect. He works area of effect a lot. But he's not used to Natsu, who's going to beat the ever-loving crap out of him, take him to the Delfino police and be like, I have your man, your man's right here. No, 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 he's not going to take him to the Delfino police. He's going to take Mario to Gordon Freeman because Mario is dead. <laughs> no, no. Gordon Freeman didn't come this time. It's fine. Mario to the Delfino police and they're going to they're gonna arrest him. They're going to pay Natsu. And then Shadow Mario is going to show up and he's going to start painting everything again. And the police are not going to believe Natsu because they have Mario in custody. He's the man who did it. So Natsu is going to go after Shadow Mario. But there's a massive, massive problem with that. Would you like to guess what that is? Uh, only Mario can defeat a Mario? Well, that's one thing. Actually, no, I was thinking there was a huge problem. He can't actually do the things that Mario does, but absolutely he can. He can basically fly with his firepower. Yes. <laughs> so he catches he catches Shadow Mario. Okay. Reveals his baby Bowser. What is baby Bowser? A, a fire-breathing turtle. A fire-breathing turtle. Oh, no. A fire-breathing turtle with a big shell. Who could be a dragon? Natsu's going to be like, oh, you're a dragon. Oh, my God. Help me find Dragneal. Uh, Igneal. <laughs> help me find my father. And Baby Bowser's not that smart. Sorry, it's Bowser Jr., not Baby Bowser. Bowser Jr. is not that smart. He's going to bring Natsu to Bowser. And Bowser's going to thank him wholeheartedly for arresting Mario. And Bowser is going to help Natsu with his firepowers, becoming the new master of Natsu. Yeah, no, that's, like that's, that's how I... <laughs> that's over, it's done. <laughs> yep. Because Mario doesn't speak. He doesn't communicate in any way. <laughs> he just runs and jumps and goes, woo woohoo. 
Yeah. That's how that happens. So where are we taking him next? <laughs> I have a couple of things and I've just got myself caught up in the cables. So, you know, um, that's nice. Uh, well, going on the themes of putting Natsu places he shouldn't be put. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the whole nature of the show. Welcome no, to no, no. episode 118 yes, of Character Transplant. But definitely places he shouldn't be put. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Ready, Steady, Cook, Sleepers in Seattle, <laughs> The Late Show with James Corden. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Failure to launch. What is failure to launch? <laughs> <laughs> so, first of all, it's how to lose a guy in 10 days. Mm-hmm. Matthew McConaughey? Matthew Tough McConaughey, work. yes. And Matthew McConaughey, for a few years, was basically stuck in that role. Sure. Makes sense. It basically stuck as the guy, like, a, a, <laughs> as rom-com guy. Fair enough. Failure to launch was at the end of this particular part, point of his career. Mm-hmm. It starred him... And Jennifer Lopez. Okay. See, Matthew McConaughey plays a guy who lives still lives at home, and he is thirty-five. Sure. And is constantly bringing women over to his parents' house, sleeping with them once, and then never seeing them again. I mean, that makes sense. His parents hire Jennifer Lopez mm-hmm. to get their son out of their house. Uh huh. By seducing him and basically throwing him out. Right. I'm still caught up in the cables. That's fine. I would just stop playing with the cables before you unplug them and then we have problems. I'm really trying not to. I'm trying to disentangle myself <laughs> and not play with them. Uh, and what does Natsu have to do with any of this? Well, there are a couple of scenes. The one scene that would ruin everything here mm-hmm. is the paintball scene. I've not seen failure to launch paintball scene. Go on. Matthew Mahoney. Because... It comes to a point where Jennifer Lopez, as these movies go, actually mm-hmm. falls in love with Matthew McConaughey. Of course. But Matthew McConaughey is absolutely intent on dumping her. Right. Because he brings him over to the parents. And the parents go, you know, if you know, if, if he's brought you over here, he's about to end. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. The paintballing scene is when they all go paintballing. Mm-hmm. And Jennifer Lopez apparently is some sort of paintballing savant. Sure. I mean, that, that's how so they is Matthew, And like, just out. We drop Natsu in here. Uh-huh. Natsu sees basically a war going on. I mean, he's not stupid. He would see that no one's getting hurt. Yeah, but there is no concept of paintball. <laughs> he just sees people shooting at one another. I guess... Natsu... I mean, Natsu's not... He's, he's stupid, and he has a lot of collateral damage sometimes. Yeah, but... But he's going to notice that no one's actually getting hurt. And when they're getting shot, they're voluntarily walking out, coming back. Yes, exactly. But someone's going to shoot at him because he is like, <laughs> you know, pop. So he's going to get involved. Sure. Not, not lethally. Sure. Natsu is going to start grabbing as many paintball guns as he can. And just... Because he's not going to have any concept of reloading. No. <laughs> he's just going to... He, he's going to fire one to completion, throw it down, pick up another one, presumably because he's got them all stored in his pants. Uh-huh. But I don't understand what this changes. Everything. Okay. This... The paintball scene is basically what convinces McConaughey. He likes Jennifer Lopez and loves uh-huh. Jennifer Lopez. Mm-hmm. Enter Natsu, who just basically <laughs> continues to shoot everyone after they're done. <laughs> okay. It destroys everything about that movie. Except. Yes. It's a romantic comedy. Oh, fuck. So romantic comedy rules have to apply. No. Yes, they do. So while they're both hiding from Natsu 
and they're both doing a good job. They protect each other and they grow a mutual bond through the protection <laughs> of that one time that so, guy showed up and tried to kill them no. with paintballs. So here's the scene. They're hunkering under like an inflatable like barrier mm-hmm. while in the back like you know looking lovingly and it's all dubby but in the background mm-hmm. you just see spurts of flame yep. Natsu yep. like using his flames to wield like 12 <laughs> paintballs exactly. at guns at once exactly <laughs> you know exactly like it becomes anime but it, basically failure to launch becomes a rom-com anime <laughs> <laughs> and no matter where they go now thanks to the rom-com rules mm-hmm. Natsu's gonna show up to ruin it yeah they be- go out to dinner Natsu's looking for a place to eat. <laughs> it'll be a bit like that. But they'll get together in the end. It, it won't really... It'll just be failure to launch, but there's a pink head guy in the background no. looking for something to eat. <laughs> failure to launch, arsonist edition. <laughs> well, what I was thinking was, I Love You, Man. A similar romantic comedy movie. I don't know. What... So, I Love You, Man is Paul Rudd as... He's getting married. Yep. Is that the right one? Am I thinking of the right one? Yes. Yes, he is. And he's like, yep. Oh, I got you married, but then his fiance asked him, "Who's your best man?" To which his response is, "I have no friends. I have no like no one to be my best man." And he's like, "I don't know how to solve this problem." Okay. <laughs> so he he's a real estate agent. He holds an open house, and who walks in but Jason Siegel? Jason Siegel, who's the coolest man in the world. Okay. To Paul Rudd. Okay. He's like, yeah. Come on, let's go get a beer. That's all good. Come to my house, chill out, whatever. And they quickly become close friends and become best friends. Yep. The problem is Natsu. So, mm-hmm. Paul Rudd holds an open house. Natsu comes to town and destroys that house. <laughs> because Paul Rudd puts out a spread of food. I mean, a good real estate agent apparently puts out food for you to eat while you're looking at a house, which um, is not the case. No. Is not no, the case not. at all. But hey, whatever. So, Paul Rudd puts out the spread. Natsu shows up. Eats the food and is like, I need more food. Bring me more food. Burns down the house. So, Jason Siegel, who's only looking for a free feed in the beginning anyway, can't go to the open house. They don't become friends. Mm-hmm. But it's a romantic comedy, I hear you say. Oh, no. So, Natsu oh, and Paul Rudd no. quickly become good friends. Oh, dear. And what is what is Paul Rudd? He's a real estate agent who's trying to, get, he's trying to make money. He's trying to sell houses. You yes. know what he does? He hires Natsu as a performer at these houses. Like, out the front. Not in the house. <laughs> out the front. Be like, yes, come to this. Be, be, like, look at this house. Rah, 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 rah. But it's a ritzy, high-class neighborhood. No one's coming to these houses. Okay. Paul Rudd loses his job. I'm Paul with- Rudd loses everything. Loses his fiance. Loses his life. Loses his house. Everything except Natsu. <laughs> and that becomes just a, basically a buddy movie of them trying to dig their way out of a hole. Yeah, no, but that basically <laughs> becomes like two dudes trying to get, get rich quick schemes. Yeah, because they've got nothing. I'd watch that movie. I would watch that movie as well, right? Doesn't need to be a magic guy, just a just fire breather. Yeah. <laughs> All right, where are we, we going to chuck Natsu? Now, I had one. Mm-hmm. And now I just have this image of Paul Rudd and uh, Natsu on, in a fantastic bromance. So give right. me a moment. There it is. <laughs> I, I remember it now. Uh-huh. Criminal Minds. Damn, not a Paul Rudd thing. Go on. <laughs> so, Natsu would be the antagonist. Sure. He would be the season-long antagonist. Mm-hmm. The Criminal Minds would get called in every couple of episodes to deal with this random arsonist. Sure. And they would try to profile Natsu. Mm, as you do. Yep. 
And they would come up with like just the absolute wrong conclusions. Because they don't know what magic is. No. But also they'd be like, you know, like an arsonist needs, you know, this, 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 you know, like yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He, he gets gratification of seeing, you know, his victims trapped, you mm, know, mm. and, you know, all the things that, no, 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 no. Natsu was just trying to stop a predator. <laughs> <laughs> like Natsu was doing good and just the collateral damage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that would work. <laughs> so they would finally catch Natsu in the season finale and find out that he's not the bad guy mm-hmm. and that he's actually cha- um, chasing a you know like a serial killer who's been hunting for 20 years yep the season finale would probably end up with Natsu in a cave somewhere <laughs> unable to get out <laughs> waiting for um, the BAU to come save him makes sense the BAU would probably be pinned down by the serial killer doing like I don't know Oops, he has a minigun under there, or <laughs> suddenly he has a cult. Yeah, fair enough. But Natsu would then become a recurring character, because every, like at least once a season, the BAE would be called to an arsonist case, and they would realize, wait, no, hold on. <laughs> it's this, our favorite superhero. <laughs> yeah, this arson has none of the um, standard patterns of, a, um, <laughs> yeah, of an yeah. arsonist. Someone call Natsu and see if he's in the area, <laughs> and, it, and it would just go, be going along with like every every episode, every season, one episode featuring Natsu, yeah. the friendly arsonist. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to do a bit of a not really a strange one, but a dip, dip, bit of a turn. Oh God! So I'm going to put forward a show called Wizard Barristers. Okay, I'm sure that sounds ridiculous to you, and that's perfectly fine. Are you listening as well? Wizard Barristers yes. is an anime yes. where wizards are a thing. Yes. Magic is magic is alive and throwing and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But it's illegal to use magic for selfish gain. I mean, that's a general rule of magic. Yep. You yep. can't use it for personal gain. It shows up in Sabrina and a Charmed. Yep, and if you're ever accused of it, you need defense by a wizard barrister. Oh, I see. It's <laughs> Law and Order Wizard Edition. I love it. Kind of, except not to doesn't come from a place where that's ruled. That comes from a place where magic is magic. Yes. And you use it however you'd like. Well, everyone has their own specific kind of magic. Yes. And their magic is a little bit different to his magic, where it's not like everyone has their own. There's categories. You all fit into categories. Yes. So Nazi comes to town, he's like, I'm going to stop that robbery with my fire. Or what? Not even the robbery. There's a fight going down. I'm going to stop the fight. Burn. Police show up. You under- arrest him immediately, take him to prison. <laughs> he's a wizard barrister. Wizard barrister shows up. Goes to court, and the uh the find the, the punishment generally for using your magic selfishly. Would you like to guess? Death. There it is. <laughs> now, here's the thing, though. Mm-hmm. Would stopping a fight like that be counted? No, <laughs> it wouldn't. Yeah. But any basically, anytime magic is used on the street, the user is put in jail. Right. It's just the way it works. Yeah. So he's set free for I was trying to stop that, but he's set free with no support network. And now everyone in town knows his face. Oh, the, recidiv- the recidivism <laughs> rate is going through the roof now. Oh, it is. Yeah, so that's going to start trying to stop. He's a good guy. He's going to look for wanted posters, which don't exist. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, I need food. I'm just going to steal this. Arrested for stealing. I need to get a home. I need somewhere to sleep. I'm just going to sleep on the sidewalk. Arrested for hoboism. Mm. Whatever the case yeah, may yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time the same wizard barrister shows up. And eventually says, do you want to just be a wizard barrister? <laughs> like, oh, Natsu would be the worst wizard barrister. Yeah. So Natsu joins them, joins their group, because he's not he can't officially be a barrister for a number of different reasons. Except one day a case walks in the door. A case of a frozen person. Someone who froze someone and they can't figure out how to melt it. 
Hey now. So Natsu goes in with his flame, also can't melt it. Huh. Gets mad. Blows up a city block because he tries to melt the ice. And Natsu gets killed by the wizard council. No concept of collateral damage. <laughs> exactly. Alright. Okay. I think we're two more each, then we're pretty good. Two more each? Yep. Alright. So now I have to put him somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I have a lot of... like Again, I, I, I've tried to go like unconventionally. I've gone rom-coms. I've gone mm-hmm. talk shows. I've gone cooking <laughs> shows. Mm-hmm. And I think the next natural progression mm-hmm. is a place where Natsu will shine. Okay. Or Natsu, natu, Natsu's natural habitat. Okay. The Big Brother house. I mean, sure, that's obvious. <laughs> like, I, do, I was not confused at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. Like, I don't even know what to do. (laughs) Because it's simple. How do you respond to that? (laughs) That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Because here's the thing. Uh Uh-huh. Natsu will get told that there is a $100,000 prize at the end. Mm Mm-hmm. And Natsu likes money. Natsu has done a lot. Yep. Also, $100,000, you're living in 2000s, man. It's like, it used to be like a million dollars. Yeah, but, you know, like, he'll get told it's a shit ton of money. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Natsu will absolutely behave for that amount of money. Sure. I mean, he has before. Like, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He has put up with a lot of shit because he's been told there's a huge payoff. That's fair. That's fair. Natsu is going to try and do ev- his absolute best to be entertaining, to, you know, not set fire to things mm-hmm. until about the midpoint of the show. Right. When the Friday night games come on? Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Incidentally, I know that every country has basically a big brother. Mm-hmm. I don't know if a Friday Night Games is an Australian thing. Well, it's really simple. It's just Wipeout, but a big brother contestants. It, it's basically big brothers decide, hey, guess what? Let's have the Olympics, but let's make them a weird Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> like everyone get on that Segway and do like five laps of this arena. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You know, like it, or, or everyone get on the Segway and try and bob for apples. <laughs> yeah, you know, so Friday Night Games, come on. Yeah. And Natsu is going to punch someone a little too hard, mm-hmm. bump someone a little too hard, mm-hmm. or, you know, just turn on fire. <laughs> yeah, there, that's the big one. <laughs> and is going to get someone killed. Makes sense. This is going to lead the Big Brother security team to come in. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've ever seen the security team. Nope. They are all basically giant ass Samoans. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. They make someone like The Rock mm-hmm. look like a five-year-old. Wow. Yeah, like... Impressive. Or at least... At least, um, like, the year I was watching. Yep, yep. They were beefy-ass dudes. <laughs> Natsu, being Natsu, mm-hmm. is gonna fight them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is effectively going to lead to the highest-rating Big Brother of all time. Mm-hmm. Because, let's face it, fire-breathing yep. man <laughs> faces the entire Big Brother fight. Yep. This is going to... G- <laughs> an executive is going to catch on to this. Mm-hmm. And what this is going to lead into is... And I can't remember the name of the fucking movie. I had it before. And it is... The Running the con- Man. No, The Condemned. Oh, no. No, no. <laughs> that's... That's fine. We're moving on from that. No. <laughs> no, we're not. Yes, we are. The Condemned is an island... Uh, the Condemned is a Stone Cold Steve Austin movie where... Yep. I'm, where I think it's like 13 or 14, 12. 12, convicted criminals get dropped on there and an intermediate mogul 
mm-hmm. films the entire thing as to watch them fight to the death. Yes. It is the natural progression of Big Brother once Natsu appears. Big Brother <laughs> Natsu turns <laughs> the Big Brother into the death house. That yep, sure that works for me. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna put him somewhere. Look, I'm gonna put him somewhere traditional, somewhere we would expect him to go. Okay. I'm gonna put him into Stranger Things. <laughs> okay. So I mean, I think we put Punisher there as well. We Maybe? did. No, we did. We did? Okay, we're not doing that then because that's silly. Because, because the Punisher just shot literally everything. That's, yeah, well, this is going to be similar. <laughs> no, well, now I'm out of ideas. Oh, I know. I know exactly where to put Natsu. Yes. And I'm not just talking to buy time. Well, let me tell you more. What you think of, <laughs> what you think of Let me tell you more about The Condemned. Yes, go on. Go because on with The Condemned. The Condemned has the greatest showing of... um. <laughs> Shit, now I've forgotten his name. Steve Austin. I'm the juggernaut bitch. Um, uh, uh, the guy. Um, <laughs> that's really helpful. Yeah. Vinnie Jones? Vinnie Jones, that's it. The greatest, because Vinnie Jones plays <laughs> basically an SAS, SAS commando who's insane <laughs> and is just the grim specter of death on that. <laughs> like literally anyone who needs a comic takedown, Vinnie Jones shows up and murders them. That's their right. You know what I was about to suggest? What? Men in Black. The exact same place we put the Punisher last time. Yep. Alright, I got it. It's fine. Okay. It's totally fine. Sure. Natsu and Shrek. No, because Natsu... No, nothing had changes. Nothing changes? Oh shit, no. Hold on, wait, no. One what thing. is Shrek? What is Shrek? He's an ogre. What is wanted by the kingdom? An ogre. Ogres. But you know what's, you know what's worse? Uh-huh. What does Farquaad want a champion to do? Take down a dragon. Yes. So Natsu's going to show up just in a... We're going to drop him in the swamp. Yep. Wanted ogres. Hey, look. An ogre. Bam. Yep. Shrek is not going to see that coming. No. As he's going to take the ogre to Lord Farquaad. Hey, I got this Shrek. I got this ogre. Pay me. Yeah. (laughs) You took down an ogre by yourself? Yes. You can't take down an ogre by yourself. It's a guy. I need your help to find me, like to bring me from Princess Fiona. Mm-hmm. At which point, Natsu goes and fights the fire dragon. No, he doesn't. Like he goes, like, uh, do you know Igneal? <laughs> and then she doesn't talk because she yeah, doesn't. No. Talk. Do, like, he would just be constantly punching him, asking <laughs> or her, asking, "Do you know Igneal? Bring back Igneal!" <laughs> At which point, Igneal would come out of Natsu, <laughs> a dragon. I'm a motherfucking dragon. Such <laughs> Igneal. And Princess Fiona is never res- rescued from the tower because Natsu leaves. Natsu destroys... <laughs> Natsu probably destroys the castle <laughs> in the fight. And thus, Princess Fiona never leaves the castle. Lord Farquaad is never eaten by a dragon. Yeah. And the Shrek sequels just don't happen. Yeah, pretty much. Hmm. Actually, no. Prince Charming rescues Princess Fiona because he was too late to rescue her in sequel. Yes. So he rescues her and just the story continues as it was meant to be written. Yep. So where we, where's your last destination for Natsu? Last destination. So let's see. I put him in a big brother house. Ready, steady, cook. A rom-com. <laughs> I mean, there's only so many places you can put a guy like yeah, that. Yeah, right? there is. There's only so many. That's why I think you're going to struggle and I think you're struggling right now, right? I'm not really struggling. It's just what, what is funnier? Like, it's just what, what is the best place to put him? Mm-hmm. But I mean, there are so many things that come to mind. Deus Ex, How I Met Your Mother, <laughs> The John Oliver Show. I mean, these are all very good places. Sure. But I think 
I'm going to have to put him in. And shit, I've forgotten the name of the Discovery show, so I won't go with that. <laughs> if you're listening, Daniel watch, apparently watches a lot of reality TV. No, 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 no. I, I watch a lot of shit. Like, that's the thing. I, I watch a lot of just random ass shows. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's just years of just, like, Discovery Channel. Years of the History Channel. Uh-huh. Years of anime. Years of <laughs> Channel 10. <laughs> Alright, so where, where are we putting Natsu? Where are we putting Natsu? Come on, man. Just pick one. Pick one at random. Fine. We're putting in Natsu... In Divinity. I have no idea what that is. It is, a, it is an RPG. <laughs> sure. But specifically in the Divinity Dragon Commander. Okay. Because the main character in that, i.e. the guy you play, mm-hmm. is a regular-ass person mm-hmm. who has a very specific ability. Right. He can turn into a dragon. Makes sense. Yep, sure. A dragon with a jetpack. Sure. I mean, you've got to make sure you've got to fly. You put a jetpack on that <laughs> dragon. <laughs> And Natsu just goes up to the dragon? Well, Natsu would like, like... Basically, the dragon commander is trying to save his people and all that and trying to stop like an, a big bad. Sure. You know, start, and the way he does this is basically he turns into a dragon and commands his troops. Makes sense. Natsu's going to hear about that. Natsu's yep, going to hear about yep, a flame-breathing yep. <laughs> dragon with, you know, um, a jetpack. Like, that's not Igneo, but maybe he knows where Igneo is. Yep. And he's going to go there and he's going to see the darkness. He's going to see mm-hmm. all the back. And he's going to help Igneal. And then he's going <laughs> to realize Igneal is basically a dragon slayer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but this is, then like, fuck it, I'm going to help you. Like, you know, yep, yep, you yep. may not be a, you know, Igneal, but you're clearly dealing with some shit here. <laughs> so, you know, we'll, right. we'll help. Yeah. This leads to a problem. Because okay. the main concept of the Dragon Commander game is political intrigue. Like, sure. you have to make deals with the various races uh-huh. to try and, you know, like, make sure you have their support and make sure that, you know, they don't backstab you or desert you at the wrong time. Yep. Now, for example, one of these thing, one of these lines is the gnomes who basically build a magical nuke. <laughs> okay. Like, no, it's, sorry, it's the goblins who if you just let them go on down, they basically find a way to split the atom. <laughs> uh-huh. Right. Or, you know, like, undead rights, mm-hmm. um, elven, mm-hmm. like... Politics. <laughs> yeah. Natsu ain't gonna have time for no, that. No, nothing like that. Natsu's just gonna punch people. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which basically means... Oh, also, it's, um, basically means that no politics is gonna happen. Mm-hmm. However, there is a way that you can get everyone on your side, basically. Sure. All you gotta do is give a tiny little price. Uh-huh. It's not much of a price. The price is? Your wife. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You just feed it to a demon. Right. Right, right, right. And what does Natsu change exactly? Oh, if he kills the demon, he loot Like, you are fucked. Like, Mm -hmm. Natsu's going to find out about the dark magic shit you do. Yep. Which means your ship is going to go away. (laughs) Which means all your politics is going to go away. Which means the bad guys win. Fair enough. Fair enough. If you introduce Natsu into the Divinity series, mm-hmm. he either gets killed by um, source hunters because ain't no one gonna believe that. <laughs> no, that's not magic. That is clearly sorcery. Sure. There's a, there's a, there's a line between magic and sorcery. Sorcery, mm-hmm. in 
breaks the laws of physics and i don't think anyone's gonna take one look at the man who flies around <laughs> on like jet boots basically mm-hmm. and punches like mountains apart oh yeah no that's sorcery <laughs> he eats fire that's definitely yep, sorcery yep, yep, makes so he's gonna kill by that he either gets killed by the darkness or yep. he destroys anything any hopes of being good because it's one of those games where you have to make some really dodgy choices mm, mm, and Natsu's mm. the kind of guy who's not gonna take that <laughs> and just I'm gonna punch everyone makes sense and some guys the bad guys punch harder mm. which is why you need to sacrifice a puppy makes and a kitty we're moving on before and you sacrifice ba- anything else and a baby okay and so- maybe a town or two <laughs> so I was and sure a monarch or two has to die and go to go to hell so, and why not the entire pantheon just go away as well? My last selection was meant to be Ice Age because how funny. Yeah, but, but there's yeah. a massive problem with that. Actually, Natsu can sometimes talk to dragons. No, to animals. No, I think he more just understands them. He can't like yeah. But the, the point was like was more he'll he'll try and fight off the ice. He might. He probably won't. No, but he might. He'll just melt the ice and cause a flood, killing everyone. Yeah, no, that's that's all. Natsu in Dragon Age ends up in a genocide. <laughs> Did you mean Ice Age? Yes. Not Dragon Age. Well, that too, but you know. So instead, I thought we'd put, I'd put him somewhere just a little bit, a touch, smidge different, a tiny bit different. The Incredibles. Where superheroism is outlawed. And Natsu doesn't really have an understanding of how to A, protect his identity, and B, not do things for pay. So he's going to secretly, not even secretly, he's going to just run around the city during the day and be like, I'm going to stop everybody who's going to pay me. And then he's going to get thrown in jail. And then he's then going he's to be bust out. bust out of jail. And the government's going to reinstitute Frozone. Because who better to catch Natsu than Frozone? Right? Yeah, no, no. And so Frozone's going to go out there, he's going to try and catch them. And that means that Mr. Incredible is not going to have a partner to stop him getting arrested in the bank heist. Yeah. So Mr. Incredible's going to jail. Wow, the Incredibles never actually happen. Syndrome takes over the Incredibles universe. No. With his plan. No, because... Natsu is eventually going... Like, when Syndrome comes... <laughs> when, when the ball comes to town... Mm-hmm. Natsu's just going to pop that thing no, like a walnut. Syndrome's not going to need the ball. The ball was just to get Mr. Incredible. No, His he, plan was always to stop it with the glove. Yes. And he, the only reason it malfunctions is because of Mr. Incredible. It doesn't malfunction before that. Mm-hmm. His plan is going to work perfectly. Because but Natsu's going to attack the ball and he's going to be like, no, no, stay back, fireman. I have this. Natsu's not going to do that. No, Natsu's been known. He, he will let you do a one-on-one fight. Okay. And if you're losing, then he'll step in and be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you, you don't get to fuck with this guy. <laughs> exactly. So Syndrome's going to come in and be like, yes, I'm the new hero for a new generation. And he's going to sell all his products and become even richer than he already is. And it's going to just end with Mr. Incredible in prison and a world of powered, of technologically powered people. You did this entire episode just to make Syndrome the good guy, didn't you? Syndrome is an asshole. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, this, that was literally what I thought. Of. Ice Age no good. Where can I put him? Incredibles. That'll work. <laughs> you had a much better thought on your ideas than I did. <laughs> I just pulled shit out my ass. Though. Yeah, that, well, that, that's how this works now. We've got to just come up with random places to put people. Everyone's going into the Big Brother house. <laughs> Everyone, every time. Well, if you want to contact the show and tell us places that we could have put Natsu, 
You can send us an email to quiffableallies at gmail.com. Alternatively, how you would absolutely watch a Paul Rudd um, <laughs> Nansu buddy cop movie. Oh, yeah. um, tell us at Allies, uh, uh, Facebook at Allies. Yep. And if you want to tell us all about how terrible an idea it is to put Nansu in the Big Brother house, <laughs> you can send it, you can contact us on Twitter at Ally. And if you want to tell us um, how much uh, Ready Steady Cook would be would be better with Natsu in there, <laughs> and how a Discovery would absolutely get Natsu on, tell us at EquipAllies.com. And look, if you were curious as to Daniel's comment as to why I tried to make Syndrome the good guy, you can check out our other podcast, Evil Inc. And if you want to hear more of my sultry, sultry tones, ladies. Hello. Hello. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. Hey, Zach, guess what? Um... You have bought a puppy. Yes. Interesting. I gave it to a demon. <laughs> <laughs> Along with a kitten, a baby, a couple of towns, and an entire pantheon of gods. Uh, right, do you want me to guess again? Yeah, sure. Uh, you have decided to open a pottery shop. Yes. Huh. I gave that to a demon as well. Oh, of course you did. <laughs> do you want me to guess for a third time? Sure. Ah. Uh, Hmm. hmm. What could I have to guess for Daniel? You have decided to take up professional tap dancing. Yes. Cool. It helps me in my crime fighting. Congratulations. I'm real. I'm. I'm. I'm happy for you there, Burton Gaston. Thank you. Uh, I'm actually. I'm Carlton Lasseter. Ah, I see. Same thing. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no, I'm not sure. What? Uh, don't go. I'm a part of YouTube. Don't go. We have to go that way. Gaming. Cool. And and we're not still on hiatus. Of course. <laughs> but I have finished Witcher two. You just haven't released any of the episodes. No. <sighs> and I don't know what I'm playing next. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you like our art, you can check out our artists at our website newtegan.weebly.com or on Instagram at newtegan. If you want to help us, word of mouth really helps. Yeah. So what I want you to do. I want you to find a pink-haired freak. Okay. Not not just but not a person with pink hair, a freak with pink hair. So there's an important distinction. Yep. I want you to light them on fire. Okay. Throw them into a house full of people. Okay. Televise it. Mm-hmm. And just see what happens. That's a dumb thing to do. Okay. I don't know why you would ever do that. What I want you to do <laughs> is I want you to find someone and give them to a demon. Of course. <laughs> I'm far away from the microphone, but of course. That's all. That's it? That's all. That's less impressive. <laughs> yeah, but uh, <laughs> we get a kick back. Every tenth soul um, gives us one soul back. We're not getting our souls back that way. Yes, we are. No, no, the demon said we were going <laughs> to get our souls back that way. Uh, I'll explain all this to you off microphone. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.